Welcome back to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. My name is Tyler. And my name is Michael. And we're teachers at a classical Christian school in Washington. We're excited to be back talking about uh, what we do at a classical Christian school, one subject at a time this time around. Yeah, last week we talked about humane letters and how we seek to develop um, paideia or humanitas in our students to prepare them for adult life, whether this is them going to college or to the workforce or starting a business or continuing a family business. And so, uh, but this week we're talking about how do we incorporate the sciences at our classical Christian school? So we've uh, we've brought in our, our famous uh, science teacher, Tracy Baker, uh, to come and talk to us. Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Yeah. Boy, I can talk about this all day, though, so I know. be careful. Yeah, this we might got... go long. <laughs> Keeping it to 30 minutes is going to be our, <laughs> our hard, hard part. Uh, well, tell us about yourself. Where, where are you from? What are you? How long have you been at the river? Things like that. How long have you been teaching science? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a public school kid from McCall, Idaho, and have been teaching here for, this is my 10th year. Uh, Came to the river, oh my gosh, Baker was transferred to someplace called Wenatchee. Um, I think I said at the time, Chelan County. Yeah, Chelan County. Right? Um, In the middle of the Washington state, and I thought, God, what is your plan? (laughs) Um, no offense to anybody, we hated it, um, thought, oh my gosh, we have to head back to Idaho. What are we doing here? And now it's home. Yeah. We love it. Uh, raised our girls in Leavenworth yeah. and uh, just love being at the river. This is a wonderful school, and so I'm happy to talk about it today. Well, we're at a, we're at a classical Christian school, um, which... So, you know, like we talked about last week, we, we emphasize the humanities. We teach humane letters. Um, obviously... Um, you know, we focus on the seven liberal liberal arts here, and we all don't know that liberal arts are just is just humanities. And so, what what the heck, what the heck is science? How does why do we even teach science, Tracy Baker? I don't get it. Right. I mean, come on. There's no logic there. There's no, no rhetoric. No. There's no reading. Right. Please, there, yeah. Please, we, no. we. Yeah. Please put your head in the sand, people. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. Right. We we don't even think about the astronomy, right. the geometry, yeah. the arithmetic. Yeah. That's also part of that. Yeah. The seven liberal arts. Four of the seven. Our sign. Well, three, three of the seven plus music, which is still math. Three of the seven. Yeah. Grammar, logic, rhetoric, arithmetic, geometry, music, and astronomy. Yeah. And four of the seven are related to math and science. Yep. And even music. Just yeah. Music is math. Music is math. Yeah, music is with math. sound. Yep. Um, and even down, to, like like you were saying, gr- the, you have to learn the the grammar of of biology. You got to learn some of the terms oh, or yeah. uh, the the. Uh, the logic of it. How does how do these things fit together? What is why does why does it work? Why does chemistry work the way that mm-hmm. that is logic, right? Let's let's try to think about this world around us. Yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the miracles we are. Yeah, exactly. Well, so what do we do? Just t- talk to us. Give us get on your soapbox, Tracy Baker. Um, why <laughs> why in the world is it so important to study to study science? So I think my goal every day when they walk in is I want them to. Think about things that they may see every day, something like rocks, and just appreciate that it is in a pattern, that it is in this design of a rock cycle that is going to literally go through a process, and that that simple cycle, as just one example, we see all over and constantly. So we have some of our classes right now are studying space, 
the patterns we see, what we know and what we don't know, uh, our bodies with biology, when we think about the dissections we do, could they just appreciate for a moment what their heart does every moment of the day until they die that they don't even think about? In chemistry, can we think about the atomic level and what is going, the patterns, oh my gosh, the patterns that we see that we just do not appreciate. That. <laughs> I, I love it. I told you you're going to get Sorry, rid of your Sorry, you said soapbox. Careful. No, careful. no. No, she's that's saying, She's saying these things with tears in her eyes. She believes it because what do these things point to oh. that is the most important? These patterns. Yeah, right? What's the Are, point of these patterns? Yeah. So I'm at 52. I was raised where we still had textbooks that had, with the theories, right, of evolution. There was also... Wait, wait, that's well, the theory? Oh, 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 Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> here's also the theory of intelligent design. Right. Here's the theory of God, right? It would all be part of the curriculum. And it was about the time that I got into college where it was, it was definite where they wanted a separation. Yeah. They wanted it to be where the separation of church and state, no longer should we be able to talk about intelligent design right. or right. God or anything else. Yeah. And so... For me, sitting in at a university level, I have professors telling me all of that is fairy tale, yeah. and yet I am listening to what they're saying oh, day by day, and it was a religious experience. <laughs> I am listening to them and thinking, my gosh, how could this have just happened? Yeah. How could this, everything you're saying to me, how could this just be random adaptations? I am a firm believer in adaptations. Oh, yeah. Firm believer. How could it just be if we throw enough time at it? Right now, there's even, if we throw enough universes at uh -huh, it, uh -huh. could we just explain it away? And to me, I, I just cannot get over day by day, the more I learn, the more I study, that I see design. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way that we talk about that alongside the humanities in particular, and, and again, not, not humanitizing um, the sciences, you know, you know, <laughs> That's but, all right. but, but, but the way that we talk about that, like you, you don't just stick with, um, you don't just stick with the, the, the formulas in chemistry or the, um, or, or the genus and the species in, in biology and things like that. That's not where you, the only thing that you do, you talk about it in context of, of reality. It's not just memorizing facts, but, who are we? Why are we? Um, why did the Lord make us this way? Um, you guys even read. You guys even read. I mean, controversial. You read the origin of the species, and is it in uh, is it in biology that you read it, or when do you read it? Yeah, we even we'll have them read parts of it in um, seventh grade. Yeah. Because what we want to do here, though, right, is analyze. Yeah. We want to be able to critically think, and not just because you know there's this awesome biology teacher you have of course of right course. <laughs> that stands five foot one at the top in the front of the classroom right we, mm -hmm. we don't want them to just think oh mrs baker said this so i should believe it yeah we want them to critically be able to analyze um we just we're talking we just showed a video and it was a secular video on the origin of the universe mm -hmm. because we need to talk about that we need to critically look at the theories um, because I think what, what stops people sometimes is they can't fathom God, but 
I think who can? Right? One, can you fathom the universe? Also, at the same time, <laughs> so so yeah. yet, if that's a stumbling block because I can't fathom God, ooh, right? I mean, come on, in my small little world that I'm seeing as part of this, I, I think we need to be able to talk that out. We need to know what the what is the theory of the Big Bang um, when they talk about all of this time, even radiometric dating. Um, there's some assumptions that come into radiometric dating, and that's that's fine. We should talk that out, though. We, we shouldn't it. just act yeah. like we as humans love to act like we have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And in one breath, we'll say, oh, boy, we we know all of this. We can tell you all. But then in another breath, well, we only understand about 4%. And I, I think we just have to be honest with students yeah. and let them know what we know and mm-hmm. what we don't know. How then, one thing that I love about Tracy Baker is how <laughs> she um, she does a really great job of crossing classes together from secondary to elementary. So when I first came to the River Academy and was teaching third grade, I could go to Baker for help for anything. And then that kind of turned into this idea of where we started as a third grade science, and I believe it was 10... 10th or 9th grade science we were doing the same units so we started to partner together on projects so could you talk about just kind of talk more about how you are integrating elementary and secondary students together and the benefits of science buddies oh yeah because that's fun right so the idea is that if the classical model says that if a student is advancing in a topic, right? That they can mm-hmm. then teach those that are maybe yes. struggling. And so when you have that happen in a classroom and you have it in a table group, you know, you can see it. Not only is that helping the student that's ahead because now they're teaching it, um, which just makes it a little bit more concrete, but it's also helping the person that they're speaking to. So the same premise with our elementary students. If we learn something like about the phases of the moon, And then we want to get together with an elementary class and do the phases of the moon with Oreos. I mean, come on, that's fun. It's allowing the secondary students to actually be the teachers, which we know for in in our own occupation. Oh, my goodness. What we have to go through to actually be able to teach it to somebody else Mm -hmm. is a process that is just so good in your own learning. And I love the relationships that's building between, yeah. right? That's just something that, and when a school can do that and have those mm-hmm. relationships, uh, I watch too, it, science experiments can be messy. And I, I, I don't mind the mess. I, the classroom is a mess all day long. <laughs> and so I, yes. I just can see it on some of my, dear co-workers faces when I talk about some of the experiments we could do together I just I look at their face and they think oh my gosh please tell me that you're not going to have starburst lava in my classroom right I just I can just see it and I don't mind having it and it just is a a nice blend then between the two grades Mm -hmm. it's fun and it does follow the the trivium of grammar logic rhetoric so in elementary, like if you think about the science buddies, the, ele- the, the secondary students have learned the grammar and have thought through the science with you. And then they're, they may only be teaching just the grammar of the moon phases, for example, to the, to the littles. But 
Um, but that is setting the stage for the littler students to continue to progress. So then when they come to you, they have some basic grammar and secondary oh, of science. Yeah. And then the secondary students are also communicating, which is rhetoric as they're teaching the kids. So that's just so great to see see that. And one other thing is how do how could you talk about our apologetics and science and how those are going together and um yeah because you know we want to take it to that level when you think about debate too mm-hmm. yeah. um we're just getting ready it, it's an easy science is an easy area where we can really get into debating and um even learning i just one thing i love about the school is how many times in a day the students are asked to get in front of their peers Mm -hmm. and speak and articulate and think and analyze and they can do it in their groups they can bring that all together so yeah it's fun with for instance like physics they had their science buddies out and they were having them run vectors And all we were concerned about with the fourth graders is that they would learn how we were going to graph it and what a vector is, right? That's all that they, and then here's the secondary students. They come back and what the students did as fourth graders, which direction they ran, then they had to figure out what was the calculations that went with that. So they could take something real life that they saw, then bring it back, and then they're discussing it together yeah. <laughs> and analyzing. So how, how do we put this together then for what we are doing as far as our equations? It just builds on itself in such a way. I, I don't even know if the students sometimes appreciate. They don't. The they ways. don't. <laughs> I, 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 here's a story, too, and I've said this many times. The, all the students have heard this, and so they'd roll their eyes, but took a group of students from Teals, so our computer science class, over to UW. And we were invited in to watch a, a, a senior thesis. And it was, oh, it's exciting, right? Oh, let's go into this, this you know, auditorium and listen to this person. And they, it was painful. It was so incredibly painful to watch, to listen to this person with so much knowledge not be able to articulate, not be able to get mm-hmm. past the ums. And, and I looked at all of them as we walked out and I said, all of you could have done a better job of articulating that. And he had the knowledge. He just wasn't able to then bring it to other people. I, I, I just, it comes together nicely in so many ways. Well, and that's, and that's one of those things you, it's, you know, you don't think about you don't think about that when you're thinking about the sciences quite often. You guys get pigeonholed in the well. You're just doing, you're just doing <gasps> equations. Do. You're just doing those experiments and those lab coats and making a mess. But but <laughs> but all of everything that you guys have said and and you know we can keep we can go back to the apologetics as well. But all of the things you guys have said are are the stages the stages of the of the the trivium in different ways where where. You're talking. They they learned the grammar. They they worked through the logic of it, and then they were rhetorically expressing it. But that's not just in 
yeah, the, the, mis, the misconception is that that's 10th, 11th, 12th grade is when you get to start speaking. We have them start speaking in front of the class oh. all the time, in right? In all classes. In all classes. You're still they doing do that. All yeah, all the time. Yeah. Because that comfort is what you need to be able to have. Maybe not even comfort, but just they're, they're used to it, right? They, they some, some of them never get comfortable up front. I, I mean, to be honest, when, we, when we're giving chapel talks or something like that, you know, we're not always comfortable up in front. We get nervous. We get nervous. May, and they, may they hear that. I know. Yeah. May yeah. they know that speaking in front of your peers is very difficult. It is. Um, it, it, just, it just is. But I love – but I also love this idea. We don't talk about this one enough at all. Uh, and it usually gets reserved for elementary school uh, or grammar school is uh, the idea of awakening wonder mm. um, and just – and letting the kids um, – experience like like you were describing that that eye-opening experience of seeing the world around them and and not just the the magnificent things like volcanoes and you know and, <laughs> and planets and really cool big big you know showstopper things but but just you know when you were driving to school how much you know how much did you see that was science well mm-hmm. all of it um well and how much of it is science that your body and brain would even work for you to yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i was i was just watching if i can uh, miracles, miracles, people, exactly. miracles. If I can quote uh, some Star Trek, uh, which, <laughs> you know, as I'm <laughs> as I want to do, uh, I was just watching a, a show, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, last night, which is a which is a cartoon, but is fantastic. Uh, but uh, basically, this this guy was was on a was on a mission, and he he brought a science officer along for any of the sciencey stuff, and she goes. Everything that has ever existed or has been is science stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, that, "That's exactly it." Even whenever we're in, we're in, you know, I'm teaching Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, and civil rights. There's still, there's still science across all the board, uh, across the board. Even just the fact of they're trying to use biology against one another, you know, <laughs> for, for that, or 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 even just the fact that he could speak and write. Right. That's science stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's this reductionist thing that we like to get of just like yeah this it's your baker's area. over there with your with her science experiments yeah, keep your area yeah yeah keep in your lane yeah. people yeah no. so what science classes do we have in secondary what is the the order of the topics i guess or the subject areas and why do yeah why do we move from one to the other yeah. oh see that's one thing too um that's really nice because i teach seventh grade general science uh, ninth grade physical science, 10th grade biology, 11th grade chemistry, and 12th grade physics. What is, so, oh my gosh. In eighth grade, just so everyone knows, doesn't take, well, they are doing the science of logic, the mm-hmm. science of thinking and logic class, which is right now taught by Miss Miss Newby. Oh, so. who's awesome. Yeah, so it's, you know, they may not have the experiments, but the logic they're needing. So what's nice about it is I can plant seeds in seventh grade I can talk about density and I can be having them do calculations that I'm actually going to be bringing up again in physical science and then again in chemistry. And how many times, like right now, we're going to start our unit in physical science for ninth graders in chemistry. And I can plant some seeds. I can just bring up some, you know, terms and calculations they're going to need in the future, that big old periodic table, right? And I can... Uh, just start doing some things now that they will see and need to be able to do in chemistry. And they just don't even know. <laughs> it is so beautiful. And then in chemistry, how many times they say to me, oh, okay, this is why you made us do the bridging. <laughs> yeah. 
and why yes. we're out oh, there it is okay got it and oh and see and with science buddies you guys it, i'll <laughs> i can actually now plant the seeds younger because they're actually even starting to do lab journals and do write-ups and some of these blessed teachers are saying to me how would you like us to write it up and i can say oh my gosh exactly like <laughs> i mean I, I, they don't have to do it that way but it's just these planting mm-hmm. seeds and just letting them see things come back at them again and again so that it's not these big old nasty terms yeah. and oh that's such a the classical mm-hmm. model right it's just not one and done we're going to keep revisiting this yeah. and uh you know we're we're getting close to the cusp of needing another science teacher and it will actually be really good for them to have this other person <laughs> that doesn't necessarily do things just like me. Um, because th- th- that's that's actually something that they, when they get to university level, if that's the direction they go, they're going to see very quickly every professor will do it a little different. Well, it's the same with, with us as writing teachers, yeah. right? I mean, I was pretty much the writing teacher in secondary, oh. and then we brought Michael in. Yeah. And, 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 you know, but... Mr. McArdle, that's not that's not the way that Mr. Howitt does it. And uh, yeah, and they, they need that's okay. to have those differences. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, we need to make sure yes. we're doing things different. Mm-hmm. And every time a student says that, we we really do need to bring them back on that mm-hmm. because they get so comfortable yeah. with just us. Well, they think they've they think they they've got us right. That's they, that beautiful relation yeah. part of our yes. yeah in our in our school. That's the beautiful relation part of it. So I wanted to ask you just kind of what are some of your favorite areas of science and <laughs> what kind of what inspired you or who inspired you to pursue a career in science and then to become a, a science teacher? Oh, okay. Well, one thing is I have a hard time sitting still. I <laughs> I am one of those people, right, that it would sit in class and when it was just sitting, uh, I struggled. But when there was activities and experiments and things like that, oh, I loved it. That was that I love that part. Um, it, you know, biology is my undergraduate. It's what it is. It's health and biological sciences was the combo because my health teacher in um, school was just wonderful, Mrs. Murphy. Uh, just really liked her, and it, everything was just tactile. It wasn't just you talked about it. You actually would do. And that's what I wanted. And so, oh yeah. And then again, you guys sitting in university level, it was religious. It was, it brought the Bible alive to me to sit there and just think, oh, these miracles that I'm seeing, the dissections, the cadavers, oh, that's good stuff. I mean, these students that want to be off to the side watching as we dissect hearts, cow hearts, not human hearts. Whereas note. Tracy Baker's elbow deep in a, oh, <laughs> this is a, a secret stash of animals <laughs> at the school that various people donate. Yes. To. I mean, people like bring in eyeballs, and I mean, it's you, you gotta know, be you have to be careful what refrigerator you open at the River Academy because you might yes, be stared at. Yes, literally. Well, we kind of purposely do that. Yeah, too, it's a you know, fun. To turn the eyes to. But, but it's that's oh that brought it alive to me, mm-hmm. and so where yeah where I struggled to sit and I just you know I have students that are the same way right. They're sitting there fidgeting there and there. So you can design a class where like today we're going to talk for a little bit and then we're going to do. And if I just, that was how it, it worked yeah. best for me. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, th- I think this is one of those, um, those things that we, we can overlook and, and, and talk about in a, a classical Christian school of just, 
uh, just we well we read a lot of books and then yeah yeah we have a science class because we're supposed to um, but but uh, but I I love that I actually think that that it does awaken you you help them awaken wonder and 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 see um, the the world that God has made for them and uh, and their place in it the last thing I wanted to ask was uh, was um, what do we do differently um, at the river like what's what's the TRA difference I mean we've we've talked about experiments and we've talked about things like that and we've talked about reading buddies i mean is that is that different than what other places do is that um are we weird in that yeah so i think i can speak to that as a public school kid myself my my daughters were in public school yeah um by the time that i even came to the river uh they were you know teenagers in at leavenworth um deep in their sports and it so when i was coming to this new school and i thought I don't even know if this is going to work. Do I transfer my kids? Uh, do I take them out of the sports and their friend? So I can kind of speak of it to that degree. So here's my, what I think is the big difference. I think at this school, when we say we partner with parents, I actually think we mean it. <laughs> and here's what I mean. Uh, we, we don't want to just take somebody's kids and raise them as we think they should be raised. I think there really is this partnership. And when I say that parents are invited into my classroom to watch, to listen to as how do I how do I teach the theory of evolution? They are absolutely welcome. I would love to have them. When we go on field trips, would love to have them. I I want to partner. I want to be part of raising kids that are trying to live biblically. That if we are humbling ourselves, submitting ourselves to God in heaven, what a difference that is of teaching kids than to have manners and to, to be, not think of themselves as top, to see themselves as this part of a bigger plan mm -hmm. that is that they are one small little tiny part of. What a big difference that is. And so I think partnering with the parents and how, like, the time we spend with students um, trying to talk about how to be good people, it's just, that's different. And that, and that still, that goes back to that humanitas we were talking about before, is developing people to be, develop, developing kids to be good adults eventually, yes. right? Are, are, we, are we training them just to be future science college professors or theologians or... Right. Uh, uh, or apologists or rhetoricians. Is that, is that what we're doing at yeah, the River Academy? I mean, if, if I hear somebody is going into the sciences, I, oh, might, oh, I just, oh, I just love it, right? Because I think, oh, you know, maybe, maybe just something we talked about in class inspired that. Of course, I love all that. But, oh, no, 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 no. What One thing we learned in COVID, right, is our jobs are so much more yes. than just teaching subject matter. It, well, one thing that was horrible about the COVID years <laughs> was just assigning assignments and grading is what we Because we, we could have no, we could have no real heart-to-heart <gasps> -heart contact with the kids. Because what yeah. we love is, let's be honest, the three of us, I be, think I can speak for all of us, we love the banter. Yep. We love the relationship yep. we get to have with them. And let's be honest, we are not perfect around no, here. No. Oh my goodness, me too, right? <laughs> the amount of times I have to apologize about yeah. things I say and and sometimes when I get angry. Yeah. I mean, right? We're just a bunch we of humans do. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but yet we are trying to live biblically. We're oh, and, and it's a day by day thing, huh? And yes. that's that's a beautiful part of this school. It is. It is not simply training them to be college professors no, or college no. students. It, whatever whatever they do, wherever they go, right? They oh, they yeah. need to be able to see and understand the way that the world works, so that they're not analyze yeah so they, they can analyze they can discern Swim through it mm-hmm. um, take something that somebody says that they respect yes and still be able to think do i believe that yeah blindly that, yeah. yeah yeah because oh they're going to be asked to just blindly follow yeah 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 well any last words tracy baker any last words of wisdom about oh, all that George. science stuff oh Again, open up. I'm telling you, right? Uh, No, I just, I love this job. I love working here. I love this place. And again, we're not perfect. Man, we're not perfect. But, oh, this is a good place. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, Tracy Baker. Thank you, Tracy. We'll see you later. Yeah, thanks, guys. That is all for this week's episode of Going with the Flow. Um, we should be able to be found on all of the the podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. Um, like, rate, subscribe, all of those fun things. Um, let us know that you're you're listening. You can also email us uh, questions at podcast at theriveracademy.org. Uh, we'd be happy to answer some of those questions uh, here during one of the recordings. Uh, maybe do a full mail episode if you have any um, questions about either what we've talked about or about classical Christian education in general. If there's a topic you're you're wanting to know about, we'd love to talk about it. So uh, thanks so much for, for listening. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.